Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of the man that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast. August 19th. One of Star Trek's biggest icons. Or celebrity fans. Or both. We'll be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Today's quote is read by producer and actor extraordinaire Greg Grunberg. We humans have a need to learn. The same need that sent you as a child crawling on your belly to explore the next room. And welcome back to the podcast, quoting Gene Roddenberry, along with co-host Trent Venegas. We are happy to welcome Constantine Anthony today. Uh, oh, actually, this whole week. And he is a Burbank council member. So he's real smart. We like that. <laughs> yes, uh, we do. Um, uh, I want us to say with this quote, I really like it because it talks about our just our intuitive nature. It says we as humans, we need to learn. We, we do. We have a desire mm-hmm. to learn and grow and in the quote it says the same need that sent us as a child instinctively to go do this thing we have that same instinctual need to evolve and grow constantine what say you well it's funny that you said uh instinctively because that that is really what sets us apart from the other animals is our lack of instinct mm. humans have easily the least amount of instinctual, natural ability and awareness of our world than almost every other animal on the planet. We have to learn how the world works. You know, you, deer are born and walking and yep. running within uh, you know yep. seconds, and so they're up and about. Um, there's a, I think the main word in this quote there is right at the beginning where he says humans. He doesn't say we have a need to learn. He says we mm-hmm. humans have a need to learn. You know, that same, I don't know what it was, weird mutation in our brain tens of twenties of thousands of years ago that brought this monkey down from mm-hmm. the tree and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to try to use a tool and do something and nobody else is doing that. Yeah. And whatever that was where we started to learn to do stuff that bred more learners. I want right? to jump, and, I jump in and inter- I, I have to interrupt because I kind of disagree with the first part of what you said because I think we have deep instincts that we've buried. That we've buried, yes, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I do, no, <laughs> seriously, because there are plenty of animals who, uh, like like you just said, a little monkey couldn't survive without its mama. Um, so uh, half the marsupials who were born little tiny worms, mm-hmm. right? And then they're in a pouch. No, they're worms. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a kangaroo? Newborn yeah, kangaroo, yeah. it's a worm. And they, you know, they need the mother. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just adding to that. Like, again, part of my passion in life is for people to uncover 
their instinct and their intuition that we have that's been either beaten us, uh, beaten out of us by uh, society, religion, whatever, you know, whatever have you. I do think we we all possess that sixth sense inside us, that same thing that raises the hair on our arms the same way if we were, uh, you know, cavemen and and you really didn't have a language, but you would feel a tingle and you'd know maybe there's a woolly mammoth about to step on me. Anyway, Trent, I'm babbling. What say you? No, I totally agree with all of that. And yes, so humans, we do have an instinctual need, uh, just as this this quote mentions, you know, when we're crawling our belly, you know, babies learn if they scream or if they cry, they're going to get fed, they're going to get held, they're going to get cleaned. So that's like the instinctual stuff, like for sure. But then if you think about the joy of discovery when you learn like a new video game or when you learned how to read for the first time and all those squiggles started to make sense. And then it it unlocked this whole world of books and reading. So learning is something that we need, but it's also something that I think that we want. Uh, And then the other thing is that the second part, like I really love how Gene is tying this all this whole quote, and this uh, metaphor into exploration, because that's what Star Trek is all about, to boldly go into space where no one has gone before. And just... Because if you're a new baby, just that other room is... is, is... A strange new world. Yeah. It's a whole other galaxy over there. Yeah. But it is. <laughs> so to take it from like those basic elemental feelings as, as uh, an individual, as a child... And then growing up and then seeing like as adults and in a community and as as a species, as a humanity, learning individually, learning collectively. Uh, it's just part of of existence, I think. And Constantine, I think we could take this quote too and apply it to the mind. It's not just the physical space mm-hmm. we're in uh, to explore the rooms of our own mind palace. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and the other important uh, the verb that he uses here is is. Uh... Uh, need mm-hmm. right it's not just we humans do this action and have a push for it, it it's a need it, it fulfills this desire mm-hmm. in us to be explorers to be adventurers you know they asked the guy uh, who first uh, climbed mount everest they said well, why did you climb mount everest he goes because it's mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. It, this is a innately human trait Animals don't go around and find dangerous holes and go, oh, I'm going to jump in there and see what I got. They don't do that, right? <laughs> We're the only ones who are like, okay, let's get a bunch of people together. Let's build a rocket. Let's shoot us off into let's space. Let's shape it like to- a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't We're the this. only ones that do that. We really are. <laughs> Regardless of what shape it's in. (laughs) Uh, I mean, are we, though? I think you're probably right, Constantine, that we are because uh, we have language, right? And we have sentient thoughts. I just, I'm such a, I guess it's a humanist, but it's also a a, a livingist because I don't know that the animals don't have all that. I mean, you're right. they They do when they're hungry. Or they need a place to put their babies. Yeah. No, they don't There's have a, this. They don't have a Magna Carta. Right. Yes, right. That's right. For them, the need is survival. The yes. need is procreating ba- their species. It's a basic right? need. Mm-hmm. Yes, for us, it is a need unto itself. It is self-satisfying. Right. That is the whole point. Also, it's not a want. It's not a want. He's phrased it. It's it's a need. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a difference between I want that donut because I don't need 
that donut. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a need. Right. It's something we actually we need oxygen. You know, so I like that it's the word need in there. Um, and, and explore. Sorry, go ahead. No, go I was going to say like when I when I was reading this quote earlier, it got me thinking about what learning is. And yes, it's a need. But there is also a want of learning, too. Like, not everybody wants to learn Latin like you are studying right now, Rachel. Not everybody wants to... I go some famina. <laughs> not everybody wants my to learn that, but you want to learn that. Other people... So learning has different forms. And it also got me thinking about, like, is there such thing as bad learning? Because hate can be taught. Like people learn how to hate people based on how they're raised in certain racist societies. Um, so it's 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 it, learning is is like any other tool that can be used for good, used for bad, and it's 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 built into who we are as a species. Like. But is it, Trent, isn't it interesting that the people who are probably teaching their kids, like, you know, I watch the documentaries, I'm a Ku Klux Klan leader, and here's my two-year-old wearing a hood. Mm-hmm. It's because they're afraid. Yes, of course. To explore the next room. Yes, of course. For this quote. They're like, no, I like my all-white sheeted room. Mm-hmm. They're like, no one else could come in my room. This is my room. And that's fear yeah, to me, right? Absolutely. That's, that's saying, no, I'm not looking at any other rooms, which is the opposite of what Mr. Roddenberry is literally saying here. Actually, I can, I would love, I would have loved to hear a Roddenberry quote on the KKK. I'm not even kidding because, you know, Texas just decided that they, you know, they're very against critical race theory. Won't get into that, but they've also uh, said it's okay not to, it's okay to say that the Ku Klux Klan is a fine organization. <laughs> That's their new <sighs> thing. We're not going to teach that it's bad anymore. That's Tejas. But morally, morally wrong. What was it? That they, they're not allowed to teach that the KKK is morally, morally wrong. wrong. Right. Like, so again, infuriating. I know. So again, people, you know, being afraid to leave their little box. But Trent, I love that you brought up reading because I was taught to read very young at about four. And, you know, my stepmother ha- felt a responsibility to teach me to read. Mm. And I love that she opened up the exploration of all that for me. And so for me, books are everything, mm-hmm. you know, it is all the rooms. Every room you could ever want to go into is in a book, even if you're living in one tiny little room or whatever. Yeah. So I, the joy I still feel when I behold a new book full of information. Doesn't mean I read them all, but I got them all, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it's that, it's that sustenance, you know? And, and when you have, when you have societies and when you have groups trying to take away our ability to learn, saying you can't teach critical race theory, or you can't learn about the KKK being terrible, like, you are suppressing a human need. Yeah, you know, that's food, a great point. Shelter, uh, happiness, right. learning, education. It, it, it takes away something. You're shirking your responsibilities, too, because, I mean, it's a complicated thing to say what is right and what is wrong to teach someone, right? Because someone in Tejas is going, it's right that, that the KKK is a fine organization. You know, that's how they think. Yeah. But... You know, I'm very careful. But you got to remember that standpoint comes from a basis of ignorance. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know. (laughs) Educate Mm -hmm. people. They don't come to those conclusions. That's why they want it not taught. Exactly right. right. Because they're afraid of a whole new generation of people thinking for themselves or thinking differently. We understand it is a very 
critical time in terms of America's development, right? We're either going to go backwards mm-hmm. or we're going to go forwards. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is about what we are teaching, uh, what we are comfortable teaching. And I'm very clear that I don't expect everyone to think the way I do. The world would be very boring mm-hmm. if they did, right? So I'm just, yes, Rachel, I agree with you. No, I don't <laughs> need that. I want conversation and dialogue. Like hopefully what this podcast is providing food for thought for people who are listening. I mean, that's what I appreciated so much about so many of the Star Trek shows. There was no singular thought. There was different uh, uh, ideas, different backgrounds. I mean, you know, Gene touched even on religious thought quite a bit. And, you know, nobody ever won. There mm-hmm. was sometimes consensus, sometimes disagreements. And it was the people who came together and worked through those differences that ended up succeeding. And, and it's just a reflection of life. Yeah, it's the whole idea of infinite diversity and infinite combinations. Like that's what Star Trek is all about. It's all about and, learning. And one thing I want to throw in is how, how we teach too. We kind of have to temper it, right, for our audiences sometimes. And I think people forget that. They think this is this is how I teach it or this is the only way to teach something. And there's many, many ways to get people excited about a topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might have even said it on here before, but when I, I, I was very, very good at English, but math, I was like, I don't get it. I just see numbers dancing around in pretty clothes. And that's literally it. So in third or fourth, third grade, when we were learning long division in New York City, I didn't get it. My, my teacher said, take her out. She said to my friend, take Rachel outside and teach her. And my friend taught me and I got it, whatever the language was mm-hmm. that my mm-hmm. fellow eight-year-old Use I I understood it, but I had to picture the clouds as numbers dancing around in pretty dresses, dividing themselves because that's how my weird brain worked. But I appreciated that way back then that teacher thought it's not that she's stupid. It's not that she doesn't get it mm-hmm. uh, and, and I have to whatever. It's that I need to find a way to reach this person yeah. to get the information to reach this person in a way they can hear it. And she knew then that you, as a human being, have that innate need to learn. She wanted to give you those tools because there's not a resistance to it. So many people talk about you know kids and, and people not wanting to learn something. It's not that there's a resistance. It's just that it's not presented to you in a way that you're able to. And, and that's what we really have to change. Yeah, that was a really good teacher that you had, Rachel, because... You know, we all learn in different ways, like absent the 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 innateness of needing to learn how to walk and, and, and that kind of thing. But like taking in information, some people have uh, learning disabilities or dyslexia and we don't all learn the same way. That's why it's very important for teachers to be mindful of that, to, you know, recognize that in their students who need to learn a different way. And once you you learned about how to picture the 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 numbers from your friend that unlocked that ability for you, which was sounds really, really, really great that that happened. And I've, I've worked in disability uh, advocacy and disability education for so long that, you know, I know that there are many different ways to teach people. And I actually bring that with me to my political advocacy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not a learning disability or an in- inability to understand what's happening. Sometimes it's an emotional thing mm-hmm. where your family has been from the South and has had Confederate flags in your history for generations. And you're just not open to listening to a new type of conversation. We have to find ways of reaching people 
so that they can learn because people want to understand this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you know, this is something that Gene actually realized like way back in the 1960s with the original series, he wanted to have the original uh, uh, bridge crew of the Star Trek Enterprise to be 50% women and 50% men. And the network wouldn't allow that. So he had to make amendments. And then we got, you know, that multi-cultural uh, uh, crew, which was teaching the viewers on a daily basis while racial strife was happening outside in real time. He was able to use the, uh, the platform of Star Trek to teach uh, these, these lessons about rec- relishing the diversity that we have uh, uh, between our to see the betterment of mankind. I love that you brought that up because now we just need to teach man, and I do mean men, man, to pay women equally. Like it's yeah. 2021, man, yeah. men, and the fact I like I don't know if they I don't know if they deserve what what pool <laughs> my mind is blown. It's the same mentality when some people are against same sex marriage because they think it will hurt their marriage, the sanctity of their marriage on their third or fourth divorce and that kind of thing. I mean, I like. Weak is your marriage that like two people over there, <laughs> there you go. celebrating their there you love go. Mm-hmm. is going to affect like if your if your marriage is that weak that yeah. this destroys the bonds of it. Get a divorce now, honey. Um, all right. <laughs> anyway, maybe. Constantine, any last thoughts before we wrap this episode up on this fabulous quote about, you yeah. know, learning? Uh, absolutely. You know, we learned uh, by watching Star Trek back in the 60s, the first mixed race on screen mm-hmm. kiss could happen in the far future, but not on our planet. That's what I learned, Constantine. I was mm -hmm. like, oh God, am I going to have to wait for four centuries? So we just have to find a way to teach people. We've got to give them the tools because they have this need to learn and they will. We will learn it. And how much of a teacher is television? Frankly, like yeah. especially for anyone listening to this who's been alive, you know, in the last 40, 50, 20, if you're 20, 30, 40, but TV, television, radio plays, that is the majority of where people are learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with the, the onset of like YouTube and social media, like learning has moved from the small screen to the even smaller screen in, our, in that palms of our hands. Well, that's literally because on YouTube, you can, uh, you know, I'll look up sewing stuff yeah. on there and yeah. actual directions. But I also mean that we learn by imitating. So if we watch an episode of Little House in the Prairie when I was a kid and she and the character was much nicer than the actual real Laura Ingalls Wilder would have been to the black people living next door. Yeah. I learned, though, that people could live in the same town. By the way, my idea for any producer is I don't, we don't need another show about Walnut Grove. We want to know about the ethnic town over. Yes. We want to know where the, <laughs> the Chinese uh, labor workers were living and mm-hmm. the black people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's an interesting show. I'll watch that. I would. Now I'm giving you all a great idea. All right. Anyway, <laughs> you guys, we could uh, we keep talking about this great subject forever, but we should wrap this episode up. A eh, Trent? Yeah. If you want to watch a video of Greg reading today's quote, you can check it out on our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And we hope you'll join the three of us again tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. 
Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.